Welcome to Prostate Cancer, The Road to Recovery, with Jason Stone, a Stage 4 fighter. This podcast brings you support and insights from survivors, fighters, and medical experts. Join us for an educational and inspiring journey. Morning. I'm Jason. I'm 53 years old. I have stage 4 prostate cancer that's metastasized to my spine, and on this channel we talk about it. So welcome to episode 16. This isn't going to be a solid message um, video or, or podcast or, you know, you might be listening to this on Spotify, YouTube, Apple, however, wherever you're listening to it. Uh, I don't really have a super strong message or goal. Today, I'm just tired. I am in a cycle of I'm tired all day and I can't sleep at night and I'm tired all day and I can't sleep at night. And I'm, it's building up and I'm starting to struggle a little bit. So just to give you um, where I'm at and why, why I'm sitting here doing this, because you don't know. You don't know what day it is, what time it is. Thursday morning. I've been up uh, since 2 in the morning. It's 4 a.m. Um, right now, and I've been uh, up half the night. <clears throat> you, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, fighting a recurrence of a cough. So I've been sick for a little while, and getting this crap out of my lungs and I'm finally coughing clear, clear goo. I'm sure that's what you wanted to hear on this, right? And well, that's a good sign though. And, uh, (coughs) 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 sorry, it's, uh, but I've been fighting this recurrence of a cough and, uh, just, I, I'm, I'm going to call out today. I'm not going to go into work. I'm going to try and work from home, get a couple things done. Um, Because I I can't go in as tired as I am today. I've I've pushed it to get through this week, and it's I've hit my limit. Um, One of the things I've been doing that so one of the things you can do to get out of this to to kind of work through push through the uh, fatigue that comes from treatment for prostate cancer, the ADT, the low testosterone, all these things that come from it, um, is walk. And I've been walking more. I've talked about on a previous episode. I did an interview with uh, Adam from Anything is Possible. Thank you, Adam. And uh, I've been getting off my butt and walking. Now, that's had an (laughs) unintended side effect. I've been walking more, which is good, but my legs ache. And it's kind of a weird ache. It's a dull ache that's throughout my legs, not like my calves, not my, you know, the thighs. It's it's the entire leg all the way to down to the bone is uncomfortable, a dull, uncomfortable ache. Uh, it's enough to keep me up at night. Well, I brought this up um, at my last doctor visit, they said it's like restless leg syndrome. I, was like, well, I have no idea. I, how would I know? I don't have. I don't know. I've never had like restless leg syndrome. Uh, it's, they're supposed to tell you. They're supposed to tell me what it is. <laughs> all I know is it's a dull ache. So I'm doing good. I'm doing good things. That's what's important. Is I am doing good things. I'm eating healthier, except for last night I had pizza, but I put tomatoes on it, and I minimized the amount of cheese I ate. Um, but yeah, um, I'm doing good things mostly and, but sometimes I have bad days and today's another bad day. Today's just rough. This, well, tonight, 
right, today, tonight. And one of the things I can't do when I sleep is I look for more information on my prostate cancer, about my cancer, about what I'm going through, why I'm experiencing what I'm experiencing. And this morning I came across uh, some new videos I'd never seen before by a guy named Paris. Uh, his channel is Paris TX, so Paris, Texas, all one word. And Paris is spelled with two R's, P-A-R-R-I-S-T-X. Uh, anyway, his, though his numbers were higher when he got diagnosed, he's a tall guy. He was six, he was, when we start, when he started, he was six foot one, maybe a little more. Um, and he was overweight and he was losing weight. So the kind of the same thing I got into is like, hey, I'm trying to lose some COVID weight. Um, I don't think I've ever shared actually how big I am and you can't tell looking at me. I mean, I'm, I'm fat. You can tell I'm fat. I'm not, there's no hiding that I'm fat, but the number kind of tends to shock people in June. So I'm six foot four. I am six foot four, which means I'm tall. So I can carry a lot of weight without, um, Gosh darn it! I lost track of what I was saying. I hate the, I hate the side effects of this treatment, the numbers, the weight losing weight. Oh yeah, so June I was um, three hundred and eighty pounds. There, I've said it. I was three hundred and eighty pounds. Um, I'm down to three forty eight as of yesterday morning. Um, I got down to three fifty pretty fast. Uh, the last two pounds have been, have taken a couple of weeks. So that's two things going on there. Um, number one, I'm eating healthier, which is helping. Um, but, and I'm exercising, which is helping minimize the muscle loss because what I wasn't doing before was a lot of exercise. And so I was losing a lot of muscle mass. I am so much weaker than I was before. I wish I had it in here. I have these hand grippers, and uh, uh, one of them is a 200-pound hand gripper. And I could, used to, before the treatment, I could squeeze the 200-pounder five times so that the bottom legs touched. I could do one, two, three, four, five. Not that fast. Um, but I could get them and touch the two and that five times, uh, the I could never get it past five, but um, I can't even get it to hardly move with one hand anymore. Like, I can't even close it with two hands doing this. Uh, it is so frustrating to lose that much strength, that much muscle, and I need to turn that around. So uh, based on some advice... And some uh, videos I've been watching and listening to on my way to work. Uh, I've been listening to videos on my way to work by a Dr. Gio Espinosa. And he's, uh, he's had a couple episodes where he talks about weightlifting and how important that is to do weight-bearing exercises to minimize the bone density loss and the muscle mass loss. So uh, he details out a pretty good plan. Like uh, I've thought... A lot of reps, lighter weights was the plan here. Uh, Dr. Espinoza says, no, you need six reps. Uh, you know, don't do a lot of reps. He says, you're, you're going to build mass is the goal here. Not necessarily get stronger, not necessarily build endurance. 
you want to maintain, build and maintain that mass. And that's where you're doing a higher weight, which is good for your bones. And, excuse me, to, and, uh, what was I saying? Lower, lower rep, fewer reps and higher weight. So I've got to figure out something and the, the motivation, the moat, like, uh, Paris, he talked about, I watched one of his videos today where he's, he knows he was work going, doing really well up until the holidays and slacked off on the holidays. And he says, you know, he usually just pulls himself up by his bootstraps and gets going again. And that motivation just isn't there. And I feel that I, I get that. I understand. I hear, I, that is what I am experiencing. The, uh, I'll get an occasional burst of motivation from something, from somebody, from watch something I watch, uh, you know, that interview with Adam, something will help. And then it's just gone and I'm gutted and it's such a frustrating cycle. That's what I'm here talking about this morning is this frustrating cycle, the tiredness. Yeah. And another thing he talked about that uh, hit home. And I don't think I'd ever really acknowledged it. He talked about getting moved from doctor to doctor in his diagnosis. And that's kind of, that's what I went through. I went through my, I look back and I don't think I ever acknowledged that my PA, my physician's assistant uh, through the VA, she says, you know, maybe you, we'll do a PSA test. It's probably an infection. Went through that process. And then she referred me to a urologist. And the urologist, he was all on board day one. He's like, yeah, you're going to be my patient. This is going to, we're going to be, we're going to do this together. We're going to check and make sure it's, uh, see if maybe just the number's naturally high or something. I don't know. We did, we did, we did two more tests. And, uh, once we got the, the second number back, he's like, yeah, okay. And then we did the digital rectal, rectal, I keep doing that. Digital rectal. Dang it. Digital rectal exam, the DRE. I'll just say DRE. Um, then we, he started to realize how bad it might be um, there. And I'm so glad he pushed for some scans because I met another guy um, who he didn't get the scans because his, his, his urologist went straight for surgery just because his numbers were low. They were less than 10. And they went straight for surgery, did the surgery, and after the surgery, so now you've experienced that, uh, the loss in length, because they, when they do surgery, they cut the prostate out, and you lose that distance, <laughs> right? Your, 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 your P-tube gets shorter, and um, then there's chances that it doesn't heal upright. There might be some incontinence issues. There's definitely going to be some leakage for a little while. So you go through those are there's side of when you're in a decision when you're in a try when you in prostate cancer and you're trying to figure out a treatment plan. Right, you have choices of radiation and ADT, which has side effects, or you have the choice of if as long as it hasn't metastasized of surgery, and it has its own side effects. But this guy, the urologist pushed him into. I don't know. Maybe I'm making some assumptions or pushed him into surgery. However they got there, the decision was surgery. And then they did the scans. And, oh, by the way, it's metastasized anyway. And your PSA numbers are still high. And now you have to do ADT and radiation anyway. Oh, man, I can't imagine that. 
So, <coughs> sorry, still coughing. Yeah, I can't be around people at work today if I'm coughing like this, I don't think. <coughs> yeah, I'm off track. Uh, so I don't think I ever acknowledged how... Uh, I So I, I was fortunate that my urologist sent me to this, get the scans so that we didn't jump because we were t all on board with surgery. I was on board with it. He was like, this is what's going to happen. He said, you're young. He says, your numbers are low. He says, surgery is the right option. And I was like, heck yeah, we're going to go do surgery, get this thing out and I'm done. And then I'll be done. And then uh, I'm glad we didn't jump down, jump on that. Uh, we did the scans because it had already metastasized. I had uh, have a two centimeter by three centimeter lesion on my L1 vertebrae, and I had a suspicious spot on my rib. Now we biopsied the one on my spine, so we know that was prostate cancer. We didn't biopsy the one on the rib, and it was so small that they said. We're not even going to do anything with it. We're just going to do your treatment. We're going to treat your prostate and your spine, and we'll find out what happens, you know. So I'm a little worried, but we'll see. But once the scans came back, then it was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm not your guy. This is your guy. And then I got moved on to somebody else. And then, yeah, I'm only going to do part of your treatment. And, you know, and then you're also going to see this other doctor. And plus there is a cancer coach, which I don't think I've ever heard from my cancer coach other than that one day, but I don't know. But acknowledging that there's, it's tough to feel like you have a care team when it early on, you're going through this diagnosis phase and it keeps changing. That, that is tough. I can see how that affects all of us. Um, yeah, but I've been, I've been working through it. I've been walking, I've been working. And like I've said so many times doing this, uh, just sharing my story through here is what helps me. You are all helping me by uh, sharing your experiences and letting me know that what I'm doing might be helping you. And the more information we get out there about each other, the better off we all are. So I've been walking. Uh, oh yeah. Walking. I have been walking. I told you in a previous episode I was going to do that, and I was going to do more of these walking videos, but I've been walking at work. And so I work at a nuclear power plant. <laughs> so what I do, I'm trying to figure out, can I take my phone out? Can I pick my phone out? I've got the, I got the camera on here right now. See me watching me watching me. Um, can I take my phone out and do a selfie video while I'm walking at work at a nuclear power plant? My gut tells me probably, my gut tells me there's issues. So I'm trying to find out if I can record with my phone while on company property. Because uh, I don't want to meet the guys with the guns. Now I'm in training and I work at the training building. And the training building is outside of what we call the protected area. It's about a quarter mile from the power plant. So it shouldn't be an issue. But uh, this is one of those cases, one of those few cases. I'm te I tend to be a better to ask uh, forgiveness and permission type person. But this is one of those cases. When, you, when the, the risk is meeting the guys with the guns, uh, it's better to ask permission than forgiveness. So 
because uh, I like my job. Well, I, I like the things that it financially affords me. So anyway, I've been up since 2 a.m. It's now 4.30-ish, and I'm tired. Uh, my next Lupron shot is February 5th. Today is, uh, what the heck is today? J Thursday, January 11th. My next Lupron shot is February 5th, and I'm not looking forward to it. Uh, there's a few good days right after the shot. Um, but then I'm in the dirt for the next couple weeks, and it's bad. Uh, I am really in the dirt, and I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired of being confused. Uh, I'm tired of not remembering things the way I used to. I'm tired of not being able to concentrate. Um, way early, right before my diagnosis, early this year, in 2023, I wanted to read Don Quixote. And uh, I started reading, and I've been able to read fewer and fewer pages. And... Uh, each night and I go now I go nights and nights without reading it and I can get through a page and I just have to keep rereading and it sucks this treatment is not a walk in the park uh, you have to show up and act like a normal person and it's exhausting and I so if you're feeling that way I want you to know that I see you I feel you I understand and it's tough and it's I don't know what I can tell you to to help um, because I'm trying to figure that out still. The walking is helping. And I know this is conf conf this is a confusing message because, yeah, I'm walking and my legs hurt and I can't sleep. I'm tired. Now I'm not going to go to work. And uh, I, I know. I'm confused. I'm confused too. Uh, but it's important to do the right things. It's important to keep with the walking, the exercise. I need to get into doing some weightlifting because not doing those, I've also felt that. I've also felt the, uh, I spent basically a week on the couch, just, uh, and it, that doesn't get better. There is no path to getting better when all you do is sit and wallow in, in the sickness. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Um, you know, and one of the, the, I'm not sure, I wonder if I did the right thing was going back to work when I did. I think I did. I wanted to do the right thing by picking the right time. And, but uh, I got some feedback that maybe it was a little too early. And now I'm looking back and feeling that, yeah, maybe it was a little too early. But I don't know how I'd have picked another time because it's just at some point something you have to do. And that's where I am with the walk. That's where I got with the walking. It's just something I have to do. I need to get off my butt and do it. And the, uh, gosh darn it, walking, work, uh, yeah, the weightlifting. The weightlifting is something I've just got to get up and do. So basically this episode is about taking care of yourself, uh, and that includes acknowledging that you're tired, when you're tired, um, when you can't keep up. It's important to acknowledge that. Take a day and get some rest. Take two days and get some rest. Uh, it's both important to stop and take a day and get some rest and get back up off your butt after that rest and get at it again. You're not going to get better by constantly resting. Watch other videos. Keep learning. Uh, I'll keep researching others. I put together this common one, uh, a Google Sites. I figured out you can do a Google Sites for free, and I put that together. 
Um, I linked some stuff. Uh, uh, other, uh, you know, the um, anything is possible. Spikes Resto Mod. So many of your podcasts that I've been watching and learning from, and I'm gonna keep linking them. I'm gonna keep finding them. I'm gonna keep linking them because it's important that we all understand that we're not alone. Um, so keep watching other videos. Keep learning. Pay attention to yourself and how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you for watching and listening, and I'm sorry for the cough. It's uh, it's way better than it was two hours ago. <laughs> I was able to fi kind of finally, it's like, you know what, I'm going to go sit down and record a video. Uh, once it calmed down a little bit, cough drops kicked in. But uh, please consider liking and uh, subscribing, share the message. Uh, your engagement helps spread the, this so that uh, other people find out. And to, for the message, get your PSA checked. If you're a ma biological male, 40 years or older, get your PSA checked. Uh, catch, you want to catch this early so that you have better um, range of options. You, the, the longer you wait, the narrow, narrower your range of options get. Um, get walking, get rested, uh, get healthy. All right? I take care of yourself. I love you all.